This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published reports on the use of racial and ethnic subgroups to identify health disparities among those with diagnosed diabetes and heart disease, underuse of antivirals among those at high risk of severe COVID-19 outcomes, and more. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. First, when trying to understand who gets diabetes and heart disease, looking at traditional categories of race and ethnicity doesn't tell the whole story. Second, antivirals, which are known to reduce the risk of severe COVID-19, are underused. Third, deaths among U.S. citizens who had cosmetic surgery in the Dominican Republic were mostly due to preventable conditions. Finally, poor infection control at a South Florida cosmetic surgery clinic most likely led to infections in nine states. Welcome, I'm Mary Dot science editor of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. I'll be filling in for Charlotte Kent, MMWR's editor-in-chief. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of January 22nd. Diabetes and heart disease are major causes of health problems among U.S. adults. It's important to know who has these conditions to plan prevention programs. For the first report, investigators used survey data to understand the percentage of U.S. adults with diagnosed diabetes and heart disease, including stroke, by subgroups of race and ethnicity. Investigators found that the percentage of these conditions varied among subgroups of Asian, Hispanic, and Pacific Islanders in the U.S. during 2013 to 2021. For example, among Asians, the percentage of diagnosed diabetes ranged from 6% among Vietnamese adults to 15% among Filipino adults. Among Hispanics, the percentage of heart disease ranged from 3% among Cuban adults to 6% among Puerto Rican adults. Understanding differences among racial and ethnic subgroups can be used to improve prevention programs, including the development of culturally relevant interventions. Antiviral drugs reduce the rate of progression to severe COVID-19 when given to eligible patients within five to seven days of symptom onset. Despite this, use among those at high risk of severe disease has been low. For the second report, investigators reviewed reasons for underuse of antivirals among veterans who were very high-risk patients, like those with weakened immune systems. Among very high-risk patients who did not receive antivirals, 80% had not been offered them. For almost half of those not offered antivirals, no reason was provided other than mild symptoms. Clinician and patient education are needed to improve the use of antivirals among high-risk patients with mild to moderate COVID-19. It is important to understand that these medicines prevent mild to moderate symptoms from becoming severe when given early in the course of the disease. Thus, mild symptoms during the first seven days of illness are not a reason to skip using antivirals among eligible people, including those at very high risk of progression to severe disease. From 2019 to 2020, 29 U.S. citizens who traveled to the Dominican Republic for cosmetic surgery died soon after surgery, a notable increase from previous years. For the third report, CDC and the Dominican Republic Ministry of Health investigated the causes of these deaths. Of those with available medical records, most deaths were found to be due to fat embolism, which is fat that becomes stuck in the bloodstream, or blood clots. 
These are preventable medical conditions that can be avoided with safe surgical practices and preventive measures during and after surgery. Before traveling abroad for surgery, U.S. citizens should talk to their primary care clinician about their risk for adverse events during and after surgery. You can learn more about the risks of traveling to another country to get medical care and how to minimize these risks by visiting CDC's Traveler's Health webpage at cdc.gov travel. Mycobacterium abscessus is a rapidly growing non-tuberculous mycobacteria known to cause healthcare-associated infections, including skin and soft tissue infections, following cosmetic procedures. Following notification in February 2023 of a cosmetic surgery patient's infection in Florida, public health officials launched an investigation. Investigators identified 15 patients from nine states with this infection who had procedures at one outpatient cosmetic surgery clinic in Florida. A look at infection control protocols at a different clinic operated by the same surgeon and staff detected problems with environmental cleaning, personal protective equipment use, and disinfection of surgical devices between patients. Clinicians should consider non-tuberculous mycobacteria when evaluating patients for post-surgical infection after cosmetic procedures and promptly notify public health officials when infections are identified. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.